We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, you guys. Welcome back. Thanks for listening. Hey, don't forget about our summer online auction. Have you seen all the cool stuff that you could bid on? Yeah, if you forget about it, we'll, we'll beat yeah, the tar no, out no, of you. No, we were not going to do sorry. any of that. <laughs> I'm sorry. They said to really sell it. But and everything. I went yeah, 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 and I shut down. Sorry. Some, I watched the Oscars. It influenced me. You've got some entertainment stuff. you got some restaurant stuff that you could bid on. Some beauty treatments. Fun and sun. Water parks, all sorts of stuff. Just go to our website, mytalk1071.com, okay? Hey, we should also mention uh, Twin Cities Pride is back, celebrating the 50th annual Twin Cities Pride happening June 25th and 26th in Loring Park. Ooh. We already got a whole situation about where are we going to park? How do we how do we get there? We'll get there. Do we know where the trolley is? Uh, food music vendors are going to be there to support the LGBTQ plus community. And of course, the parade Pride and Concert is at the Armory this year, featuring Carly Rae Jepsen. That's happening Saturday, June 25th. On Sunday, June 26th, you can wave to your favorite MyTalk host as they cruise through the parade. But don't do anything. Just wave. That's all we're allowing you to do. Don't say our names. out. Don't yell at us, right? You can yell at us. I don't know. It says wave to your favorite MyTalk host. Oh, and I'll wave back. That's a good oh, joke. It's a, a good it's a joke. joke. Rocco, she's implying oh, that she is people's favorite My Talk host. That's funny. Mm. That's Concert tickets funny and more. Story. Found at tcpride.org. All right. Do you want to know who the Hollywood Walk of Fame class of 2023 inductees are? Hello and welcome. Laron Gubler, the mayor of Hollywood, is there at all of those. Are you sure he's still there? I'll look. What's his name again? Goobler? Laron Goobler. Okay, Rocco, we can't let <laughs> that pass. Laron Goobler. Laron uh, Goobler. It is one of the most epic names in history. history. President and CEO of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, Laron Goobler. This has been one of the most epic names in history. I'm going to find us video of Laron Goobler because... Goobel Stiltskins, as we would call him behind the scenes. This guy. The Goobs. The Goobs. Yes. <laughs> Gooby. Gooby. Dooby. Doo. You have this big star that's getting recognized. So you, as an entertainment outlet, you're there on Hollywood Boulevard and you're waiting for them to come out, snap some pictures. You get the video, hopefully get a question with them afterward. All this pomp and circumstance. And I believe they would play Hooray for Hollywood. It was very old timey. It felt great. The golden era of Hollywood. Sure. And then, hello and welcome. <laughs> Always was the opener for Stay Laron Goobler, yeah. who put out the vibe like he worked at any chamber of commerce. It was almost like, did he win a reality show? <laughs> 
As only people from the Chamber of Commerce can enter from various Chamber of Came by of commerce. Came by. (laughs) He was selected. He just didn't fit the Hollywood mold. You know, he looks like an everyman, down to earth, super relatable. You know what I picture him looking like? The guy, the Monopoly guy with the monocle. (laughs) No, I'm sorry, and I don't mean this disrespectfully. Not nearly as sophisticated. Oh, really? Like he's just much more approachable than that. Laron Goobler. Wow, this guy's been there a long time then. Goobler. I'm going to have to find... Hey, Rocco. Yes? Can you just please search oh. L-E-R-O-N, yeah. and the last name is G-U-B-L-E-R. Look up some YouTube clips and see if oh. you can oh, hear I him saying... He Hello, retired. Commerce Laron Goobler retires. Really? This was... Let's see what year it was. Uh, Steve, this was in 2018. He retired. Laron did? Laron is gone. <laughs> no. There's all these, like, Laron Goobler introduces Randy Newman. Oh, Laron right. Goobler. And this is all from the Walk of Fame. They have their own um, YouTube channel. Hmm. And, yeah, we got to be able to find one. Hello and welcome. Looking. Oh, well, here, can I tell? Hello and okay. welcome. Here, you, you listen over there, Rocco. I mean, do you want... Okay. Okay. Here. I want to hear him saying hello and welcome. Here, I, and someday I will get to the list of people who. Oh, will be we just inducted. care if Goobs is going to be there or not. <laughs> um, it looks like he's going to introduce in this clip the uh, Canadian prog rock band Rush. It'll be kind of exciting for all of us here. We are delighted today to honor one of the world's most popular bands. LaRon Goobler. Good on the LaRon Goobler introduces Randy Newman. Okay. Randy the bummer Newman. is, I don't think any of these are going to include every single time. Hello and welcome. <laughs> and it was just, we just loved it. It was such a cute way to start these bought and paid for, you know, ceremony studios are involved. Oh, wait, go back. Okay. Hello and welcome. It starts, it starts just after the, it's the white whale. Yeah, we'll never find it. <laughs> we'll, never find we'll never find this. Anyway, Laron Goobler, what a what a, what a legend! What a legend! Uh, the list of inductees includes Uma Thurman, Vince Vaughn, Ludacris, Jonas Brothers, Lenny Kravitz. Oh, Paul Walker will be honored mm. also posthumously. Blake Shelton. Jonas Brothers, I said, Lenny Kravitz, Mark Anthony, Ralph Macchio, Ellen Pompeo, Mindy Kaling, okay. John Favreau. So w- basically, they all just bought. Want to hear him introduce uh, Joe Montaigne? Oh, yes, God. please. Thank you so much. Today, Hollywood honors Joe Montaigne. <laughs> See, isn't it great? Like, there is something, it's, it's like something out of a Christopher Guest movie. Christopher Guest would cast Laron Goobler to be the head of the Hollywood cha- or like any chamber of commerce. And the fact that it's Hollywood and he's there, he's just so approachable. He's can't be doing it full time. He's got to be split. I, he's like a bank teller. He's approachable. You trust him. You know him. You like him. Here's another one. Is this your intro for him? Because we have an overhang about us today. Oh, wait. Today. We got two played Very approachable. Too much Goobler. Why are we kill doing? the goobs. We only no. Don't kill the goobs. We want oh, goobs to live forever. All right, let me try again. I I screwed that up. I double goobed. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of what's happening Hi, outside. I'm Ron Goobler, president and CEO of the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce. 
and I'm happy to uh, say a couple of words about this issue of uh, the budget deficit and where. Oh, oh boy! Oh wow, getting serious. Easy. Oh, uh, Rocco, how'd you make it in here today with all the goobs out on the floor <laughs> outside? My feet are still sticky. It's I know. a little weird. I'm glad I wore some of my non-favorite shoes today. It was very serendipitous. Now, if I introduce Laron Goobler to you, a part of my <laughs> professional past, you cannot start doing this to him like you did the one time that I vulnerably told you about the senior citizen companion that we had at our local college hot tub, Cliff. <laughs> oh my Cliff God. Cliff the perv. No, hey, yeah, Donna. Cliff, I hate to break it to you, but you, Cliff, by the way. I'm not going to let you rewrite my history. Not, that's not okay. He had red wine in a thermos. <laughs> he was there to relax his tight muscles. He had as red wine in a, in a thermos? Now this is a detail I don't think we heard before. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, guys, he Steve was 18. He was a consenting adult, I think. We would shoot the breeze. Let me tell you something. I was 21. We would shoot the breeze with Cliff about all sorts of worldly things. You know, you hang around your college friends so often. All you talk about, you you brunch today, man. And then Cliff enters the hot tub. And you're ready to talk. You're he's like, like what did happened? you say you lifted today, Steve? I know. He's like licking his chops. <laughs> <laughs> What's in the thermos, Cliff? Don't worry about it. Is that protein, Cliff? <laughs> you know, you guys, when oh I share God. with you things... Any normal person would be like, okay, that's not okay. This is like 50-year-old, or however old he was. Probably in his 60s. In his 60s, hanging around with a bunch of 20-year-olds. That is weird. In the hot tub with a thermos <laughs> of red wine. And then, and then when I turned... When, <laughs> when I turned 21, he came to my apartment. And I never gave you a gift. He gave me a bottle of wine. Oh, jeez. And he used to give us this calendar. He would make a calendar. I bet. And he would just, from his travels, he would print out pictures for each month. And so it was beautiful. <laughs> okay, great. Oof. Oh, boy. Did he ever show up to the hot tub with a camera? <laughs> <laughs> just wondering. No. All right, all right. You guys, right. man. We got to go. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll be back. <laughs> okay, bye. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun on the air. We have, we have a good time. We're still having a little Stranger Things disagreement. Donna swore that she binged season four over the weekend. I didn't swear. I just said I finished it. <sighs> she has two more critical episodes to go, it turns out. <laughs> And, uh, you know, Netflix was out to get her. Something didn't work right, all that. And she was like, what are you talking about at the end of the season? I don't think there was any real plot twist. I don't know. It seems it. And then we realized, as we peeled back the layers, that she is two episodes shy. And think, if you finish Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1, you know that those two final episodes provide quite a bit of plot development. Some twists, some turns. Do we like Paul Reiser's character? Or do we not? That's an interesting thing that you sort of sift through, right? You go through some... Because it's like, uh, okay, he's like really sweet to her. Like, hey, kiddo, you know? And then you're like, yeah, but he's involved in that. Even a couple episodes in, you know, when he was offering some options for Eleven. And then I started to feel one way. And then they got to a destination. And then I started to feel another way. Yeah, me too. I was like, hey, 
I really like his character. And then I went back into our show outline and went, I think Mm. I like him. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Somebody needs to take care of that kid. Okay. Let her grow her hair out. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, can you just give her a break? All right, we got to do this. Studies have shown that studies medical- have shown that the microbial several long-term studies have shown they've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings, our study buddies, the perfect nerd couple, Donna and Steve. You first or me first? Maybe, I'll go. maybe there's only time for you. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start. I don't know if that'll okay. be the there was a new survey on phobias, and they asked people, what fears? What fears do you have? How intense are the fears? How irrational and invasive are they? They asked about more than 30 phobias. 83% of people, which feels a little low, but 83% of people have at least one phobia, a, a categorized fear legit fear of something. Now, there's common stuff, like 30% said that they're afraid of snakes. Absolutely. Without a doubt. I don't know how much money you would have to pay me for me to go, like, you know, some people do pranks, like, now you're in this glass coffin filled with snakes. There yep, are air nope. holes. I just don't... There, I, I hear people referring to snakes at the dog park, and, you know, just very casually. Like, oh, my dog likes to go over there because he sees the snakes over there by the fence line. I go, oh what, what, what? And then another person was in the grass where it was a little higher, so if my dog goes in there and poops, I get really stressed out because mm. I don't want to walk in the grass because I'm afraid of snakes. going to be there. Thank you. And have you ever gone to one of the snake parks? What's that? Where just weird reptile people bring their snakes and they can slither free. <laughs> Would we all admit that we are all, and this is a me problem, but if you find out that someone that you're getting to know is a snake person, has is a reptile person. I don't care if it's a snake or if they're like, this is my iguana. iguana. It, it, admit, I'm not saying it puts it back to zero, but it's a hurdle. I'm pretty tight with my next door neighbor and she has a snake. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> and I was in her house. No Not that way. long ago. You know, can I ask why does she have this snake? It's her kid's snake. Sunshine. Well, see, now you brought a kid into it. So a kid has like this wide-eyed enthusiasm. Like my son really likes reptiles. He wants a snake. He asked me if he could have a snake. I was like, absolutely not. I just don't. I just, reptiles. You find an adult in your life who's like, uh, now I want to want you to meet this reptile that I keep in this case. Okay. Is there, Is there okay. an email? Yeah. Can I read a couple <clears throat> more stats first? Yes, of course. Yeah, if I if I were we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. 
Book your stay today at LQ.com. On a first date with a guy, and I found out he had like... A free-range iguana that had access to the living room. Yep. I'd be like, it was really nice to meet you. (laughs) Goodbye and have a good life. 28% of people are afraid of heights. That's me. 24% afraid of spiders. That's me. Wow. (laughs) I'm a fraidy cat. 23% have a fear of public speaking. Now, that I feel good about. 21% of people are afraid of disease in general. 2% of people are afraid of dirt. What? Of dirt. What does that mean? It means what it sounds like. They're just afraid of dirt. You got it, buddy. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Mailbag? Yeah, let's do it. Mail time. Mail time. Before you read it, can I ask the question? <laughs> yes. I haven't looked. Is this going to hurt my feelings? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Stain my image of my past? Well, the subject line says, hot tub, hot tub, pedo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sheesh. I'm going to stop sharing with you guys. And it just says, oh, I literally don't have to do my core body workout today because I laughed so hard when Donna said that Cliff was licking his chops and sipping on his container of wine. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like thermos wine in a hot tub. <laughs> right? like, Guys, the thermos is explainable. The thermos is an unbreakable receptacle, which you can transport your wine in. You can't bring a bottle. You can't have glass in a in a pool area. Thermos. Okay, I, you know, fine. it's funny. I actually was talking to a college friend last week and I said, you know, Cliff came up on the air and he had a different version of <laughs> Cliff too. More. I'm like, I would love the opportunity to get together with Cliff and just find out how is he doing? What is he up to? I always just really found the conversations to be intellectually stimulating. Are there minimum security prisons um, (laughs) in the area that you can research? (laughs) Mm. I'm sure he's registered. (laughs) You know what? Just call City Hall. Don't have a record of it. I'll call and then who picks up? Hello and welcome. (laughs) When we come back. Oh, it's Money Monday. Oh, yeah, Money Monday. Oh, uh, I'm going to give you a personal update, vulnerable, about my cryptocurrency $1,000 investment. Where's it now? Bye. Welcome back, you guys. It's Donna and Steve. We appreciate you listening to our little program. It's our little program. It sure is little. Hey, uh, it's going to be really hot, like um, Rocco was just saying, so take care of your doggies. Yeah, careful with their feet on the hot pavement. Yes, even like, you know, I, I'm dog-sitting a husky right now, and he wants to go outside all the time, and I'm like, buddy, you can't. And Buddy is, you know, big, and and he's, you know, dark, so yeah. he attracts oh, yeah, the of course. sun more. Absorbs yeah. the light. Um, Rex, our soft-coated terrier, is always sleeping on an air conditioning vent right now. Really? He goes and lays right down on the floor vent. Speaking of animals, send us your cat videos. The Cat Video Festival is going to be back on Thursday, August 4th, presented by Origin Pet Foods and David with First Equity. You can submit your videos now. They might be a part of our final reel, along with videos from TikTok and America's Funniest Home Videos. Tickets to the event go on sale July 7th. One dollar from each ticket sold will go to our charity partner this year, the Animal Humane Society. You can get more info at mytalk1071.com, keyword cat. Come on, 
now let's talk some money. Money. Oh, good. Let's talk about money. Money Monday. There are more things in the world to buy. It's Donna and Steve. Than most people have money for. So, so Monday Monday. Choices have to be made. But mostly it's Steve. In a moment, we will get to try to think your way through this. The most expensive charity auction item ever auctioned up on eBay. Huh. It was to have lunch with someone famous. Martha Stewart. Who do you think it was? Brad Pitt. And how much do you think it went for? George Clooney. Which we will do in just a little bit. Damn it. First, I wanted to peel back the curtain. Rocco, what is it that they say about me? You have nice hair. And I am extremely vulnerable with my cryptocurrency finances. Cryptocurrency, which we have talked about from time to time and know very little about, it is absolutely tanked, Donna. Tanked. Oh, shocking. The past few months. Bitcoin, for instance. Bitcoin at one point last year, like if we go back to uh, November of 2021, was at 69000 Mm-hmm. Okay, sixty nine thousand for one bitcoin. Got it. Thousand dollars. Sixty nine thousand dollars. What? As of today, right now, one bitcoin, uh-huh. that same bitcoin, would cost you twenty thousand dollars. Wow. Nearly seventy grand. Wow. To twenty grand. There has been so much money, just like getting wiped off the cryptocurrency market. It's been crazy. So I, not too long ago said, I'm going to put in $1,000. I'm going to take $1,000 out of savings, put it into cryptocurrency, and just buy different cryptocurrencies with, and I need to be clear about this, little to no research. Just like, all right, pick this one here. This one seems low. I like to pick a few that were worth well below a penny. You know, like the ones that are worth point zero 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 four. because if that sucker ever goes to, yeah. you know, a penny or a dollar, you guys won't even see me. I will have erased all sides of me. The only time you'll see me is when you hear me in my helicopter. Good luck with the capital gains, burn. (sighs) That (laughs) $1,000 is currently $662.71. It went as low as $600 even, meaning a 40% bath. I had taken on it to this point. Now, let me be clear. If you look at your 401k, if you looked at it eight months ago, and then you looked at it today and you hadn't looked at it in between at all, mm-hmm. it would feel a lot like what I just yes, said to you. It really hurt. I had a meeting with my advisor last week and I was like, wow. What were some? What was some generic advice? Um, what was the tone of your financial advisor? Because Stay the course. Okay. Stay the course. Buy the dip. Don't stay the course. Don't change anything right now. Nothing needed to be changed. Just stay the course. Now, that's a good thing to hear. Because a lot of people, um, what, here's the real problem with what happens. And this happens even in our 401ks. Let's say, let's say you had a hundred grand in your 401k and then everything tanked. And now that 100 grand is 70 grand, let's say. You, there is a part of us, the wrong part of us, mm-hmm. that is like, oh no, 
We should get out, move that over to a money market, let everything stabilize, and then we'll get back in. But then what you're doing is you're you're selling when you've already accumulated a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you stay the course, which your advisor would be telling you, then that has a chance, if you look back at history, to come back up, not only to what it was, but to go above right. what it was. There have been some really big dips before that we thought, oh man, how are we going to recover? And every time, it often takes time. But it recovers. It also depends on where you are in totally. your retirement journey. Totally. You know, so you want, there's a way to not be aggressive, but to be somewhat aggressive and somewhat conservative. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 60 40 or 70 30. Well, and a lot of you, those, you can safeguard some of your money. A lot of those funds, too, if through 401ks, They know most people don't want to get nerdy on it and make their own choices. So they offer you a blended fund based on a target retirement date. So if it looks like if you were 21 today, you could buy a retirement fund through your 401k that is set for 40 years in the future, presumably when your work life would come to a close. Uh, And so that would be 40 years from now. And over the course of the next 40 years today, first day of that investment, it would be very aggressive. Because you can withstand those losses don't hurt you as much. Right. Often they can kind of help you if you continue to stay the course and continue to contribute instead of trying to time the market. Naturally, as you get closer to retirement, that target date in that fund, it naturally has gone from aggressive to 20 years in. It's slightly aggressive, not as aggressive. And then when you're five years out from your target retirement date, you actually have a very conservative fund that you've never touched because it naturally shifts right. its risk yes. allotment. Absolutely. You get it, Rocco, right? 100%. Fun to talk about plus money. Interest. Uh, but Bitcoin, if you ever thought about getting into Bitcoin, <laughs> he said plus interest. It's a good time maybe to get into Bitcoin. I mean, it's it's awfully low. Bitcoin. Nice! Hey! <laughs> it's like Akon. Remember, Akon, the rapper, mm-hmm. created his own cryptocurrency called Acoin. Which is great. Which we you can, can use... do buttcoin. <laughs> Rocco! Let's do it. Your dad could be but... like the face of it, kind of like Shiba Inu or Dogecoin has that dog. Oh, Your yeah. dad's a butt doctor, so we could put his face on our token. I mean, colon has almost all the letters of coin in it. <laughs> <laughs> coin oh, That's a stretch. Buttcoin. Oh, you guys. How have we never thought of that before? <laughs> I don't know. The most expensive charity auction on eBay of all time just fetched $19 million for the winner of the auction to have a lunch with this person. What year? Well, just this year. It just happened. Oh, okay. That uh, didn't say anything about a year. Okay. Is it an actor? <laughs> That's an interesting mind game, though. I like that. So I went to the mechanic today, and they said that I do need to get my oil changed. I'm sorry. What year? What year did you say? <laughs> um, well, I guess. Okay, okay. I said All right. Um, is it an actor or it, actress? It is not. Bill um, Gates. It is not. I will give you a hint. This person is 91. No, I don't subscribe to ages. I find that it puts me in a okay, box. But so. this person is 91. Sir. Okay. <laughs> Sir Anthony Hopkins. Sir Anthony Hopkins. No, DJ Rock Lobster, do you have any guesses? To- I oh, looked it up, sorry. Oh, man. No, oh, right, I clicked now, on the link in the thing. Give me some hints. I want to guess. Uh, he's, he's not Bill Gates, but he could hang out at Elon the same Musk. table. 91-year-old oh, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, wait, 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 wait. Sorry, what year did you say? Uh, Warren Buffett. Warren <laughs> you got Buffett. it, yes, buddy, bro. Go. Thank you. Uh, this is the 21st and final time that the billionaire businessman auctioned a private lunch to benefit a San Francisco charity. This up on CNBC.com today. The previous record was $4.57 million paid in 2019 by cryptocurrency entrepreneur Justin Sun. The new winner's identity could not be immediately determined. Proceeds benefit Glide, a nonprofit in San Francisco's Tenderloin district mm. that helps the poor, homeless, or those battling substance mm. abuse. Can't get past it. Tenderloin. <laughs> what does that mean? I've never heard of it. I, I even waved my hand I like, know, don't, like don't make noises right well, now. Well, I get that there are like meat packing districts and and garment districts and you know the tenderloin district so i want to never say, heard of that before never in my life why do they call it that is it a specific kind of meat that they that they manufacture a lot of there i don't know why the original name i don't know it is isn't it a gay neighborhood it says the famously gritty tenderloin has Underground art spaces, classic concert venues such as the Great American Music Hall and Historic Theater, staging Broadway and indie shows. Its funky, colorful streets feature a mix of upscale, trendy, and casual restaurants. Nightlife ranges from dark dives, slinging beer and shots, to speakeasy-style bars mixing quaffed cocktails. Mm. Did right. you see where it got the name? No, is it because it people's loins are tender? It said it took its name from a similar neighborhood in New York City. Uh, that it said it was a reference to the soft underbelly of the city with allusions to vice and corruption. So it's funny because tenderloin, I talked recently about when I'm smoking meat, I like to smack it. It's, <laughs> I find that to be a gratifying experience. Tenderloin, the word, makes me like want to smack my hand. Mm. Is that a tick? Mm. Yes. Okay, listen to this. The name Tenderloin itself can be traced back to a New York police captain who once insinuated that he could afford a Tenderloin steak because of all the bribes he extracted on his beat. Mm. Tenderloins, known as areas of vice and illegal activity, like Rocco said. Nice. Thank you. What's for lunch today in the grab-and-go? Oh, I'm still waiting to hear about Slim Jims and gut milk. Slim Jims and Yeah, that's all I need, baby. That'll satisfy me. I don't know, dude. You think they do tenderloin in a box? Ooh. I think they stick it up the floor to slow us down. <laughs> Man, they are actively gluing out there. Yeah. You think they could have done that on Sunday? Well, you know. Or Saturday. I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to work on the weekend. That makes perfect sense. We well, got to go. What do we return? Um, I have a little story about how Father's Day almost went sideways. And then uh, Donna and I were talking about this earlier. Uh, is there a spontaneous moment that you remember your parents just being spontaneous and you kind of remembered it forever? We'll tell you why we're talking mm-hmm. about it. Get into all that. When we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my time. Final stretch of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. And DJ Rob Lobster. Welcome back. Thanks. Lobby Lobs. Lobby. Lobby. <laughs> Lobby Blobby. Hey, hey. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. No. Lobby Blobby. No, no. <laughs> you, come on, Donna. Sorry, it blew up. Doing intermittent fasting and everything. Oh, yeah. Maybe How's that going? Blobs. Sorry, Rocco. It's all right. You're not Blobby. We guys do, are we doing a, 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 a smoothie day cleanse day Wednesday this Wednesday? Mm. Nope. You guys, I don't like you making me do stuff. <laughs> okay, you know what? If I had the air check though, 
for when I brought it up. And here's what you do. You want to know what you do? You so nonchalantly say, oh, yeah, I'll do that. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Super easy in the moment. Your what is it? Your cash and checks. Your willpower can't. Check, your cash and check? checks you can't cash. You're writing right checks check. you can't cash. We got there. <laughs> We got there, and this um, is radio. Yeah, you know, I don't have all the ingredients, and I hate grocery shopping. But. You live your life with so many unnecessary hurdles. The, that um, Those individual little packets of fruit, the organic ones yeah. from Costco, amazing. Mm. It's only 110 calories per smoothie. How many points? I don't <laughs> it's know. like, wait, wait, wait. I, don't know. Know. All right. I, I almost I almost let uh-oh. Father's Day get a little sideways yesterday. What happened? So let me, I'll explain. The plan was this. Um, We were, we got back from church. We were going to then like have the kids set up. They were going to eat and all that kind of stuff and get ready for the pool. I was just going to grab stuff, quick change, go. I was going to clang and bang legs and shoulders. Thanks for asking. And then the kids would meet me and Lou uh, would all come to the pool. And we'd hang out at the pool at the gym. And then I just, you know, it's just fun. I just wanted to hang out with them there. Let's hear some music, goof around in the water, have some fun. Where's the pool? Channel and a ding dong. Like a community pool or lifetime? I don't know how to answer that. Lifetime. Okay. So then uh, all is set, but my daughter comes up to me. We're in like the main hall at church. And she's like, Daddy, I have a splinter. And I look at the bottom. I'm like, okay, great. I can get that out. I love getting these out. We go home and this splinter is dug down deep. In the skin. Uh-huh. And I'm trying to like push it out. And she's like, oh, that hurts. Which it, daughter? This is the littlest. This is Lila. Littlest okay. daughter. Uh, it was like 45 minutes later, various attempts, different online solutions where it just wasn't coming out. Is there a hack for this? Let's try to do glue. Let's try to do this other mixture. Let's get it in warm water. All this stuff. And every time I would push, it felt so sensitive because I'm trying to get the front of the splinter to break through the skin so that I have something to pull out via tweezer. She, her pain threshold, not going great. It feels very sensitive. So now she's crying. She's upset. I'm feeling frustrated. Like we just, the only way we're going to get through this and go to the pool, we just got to power through. We need to do, we need like 15 seconds of pain for us to go about our day. It's just delaying everything, blah, blah, blah. 45 minutes later, we, I, I end up just having to tweeze right through the skin, just over the top. And she's like, Ow, stop, stop. And I'm like, we get the whole splinter out. At this point, I now feel tired. Can't even imagine doing a squat. I'm getting like, ooh, like um, butterflies. It sort of emotionally exhausted me because there was a lot of crying. You're negotiating, but you're also not being your most tender because you're just trying to get this friggin' thing out so that we can just go on with the day and go have fun. This stupid thing won't come out. I'm like, honey, let's now, we get the splinter out. Let's just go lay down. We'll watch a show. And then I said to Lou, maybe we'll just go to the pool tomorrow. Maybe we can go to the pool. I'll come home in the afternoon. We'll go to the pool. She was like, you know, I think the other kids are kind of excited about it. Um, So how about I just take the kids and you can just rest here and you take a nap, whatever. And then I was like, you know what? 
No, don't be a weak-willed person here, Steve. Mm. Okay. And I was like, let's get up. I was like, I'm gonna. Come. And then my son comes in. He's like, so, Dad, you might come later. And I was like, no, buddy, I'm gonna, I'm coming. I'm gonna come. I'm coming right now. We're all Aww. gonna go together. So we go, end up having a great time. We go to the pool. I thank Lou later. I was like, thanks for pushing me through, like to, you know, get you over the hump. Just to power through these little. My, I can be so mentally weak and emotionally weak at times where I let like the bad mood just cyclone Dictate me. The, yes. Yeah. So then we and then we came home. We had a good time at the pool. Came home, watched some golf with my son. Lou made me this great charcuterie board for the first time Ooh. ever in her life, and she presented it to me. I was like, "Well, this is really wonderful." And she got me like beer and wine. I'm watching golf. It was wow. great. Wow. The end of the night, though, uh, the, we go down. We're sitting on the patio, and the the kids wanted the sprinklers on from the irrigation system in the yard. Cheap entertainment. I turn the sprinklers on. And I said to Lou at one point, all right, I'm going to do the good dad thing here. And I'm going to go run through those sprinklers. I stand up and they're like, dad, are you coming in? Are you coming in? And then they're like, dad, come in. Dad, Aww, come in. And Steve. then I started saying, and mom, dad, come in. And, and mom. mom. <laughs> and then she, it just took a couple times. I'm much more spontaneous. She's much more, without her, our house would fall apart. Right. You know, so, but she does she's things. Regimented. She's got a plan for things. And then yada, yada, yada. We both end up going in, running through the sprinklers for 10 or 15 minutes with the kids. Making memories. They had so much fun. And it was a reminder for me as a parent. I posted the video up on my Instagram, too. But for any parents out there who just, and I need this reminder much more often than I think you might think I do, which is when in doubt, do the spontaneous thing, even if only every once in a while, because you'll never regret it very often. And I've heard from so many people today who have shared their parents' spontaneous story with me. That's so sweet. And how they've never forgotten the moment when mom jumped into the pool with all of her clothes on or, you know, dad engaged in a neighborhood water balloon fight with all right. the kids. Aww. These little decisions that you make. It's good for you. It keeps you young. It entertains your kids. And they're only young for a little bit of time. So True. you may as well just lean in and every once in a while run through it's the sprinklers. It's you. It's a you, good reminder. You have a memory of growing up when mom or my, dad was spontaneous? Yeah. Um, so my next door neighbor, Dawn, was my best friend growing up. And my dad said, hey, we're going to go for a ride. Get in the car. Love this Go already. get Dawn. He had already called you know, her dad and said, oh, hey, cool. we're going to go... Didn't tell us where we were going. We ended up driving for an hour and a half, got down the shore. There was an um there there was an experience called the haunted mansion. It was oh, just a haunted cool. house. Yeah. And there were so many advertisements for it. Uh and it was in Long Branch, New Jersey. And we went and had the best time, terrifying, <laughs> but we didn't know where we were going until we got out of the car. And we were like, Oh my gosh, this is crazy. So that was just like one of a few that I will always remember because it was something that we didn't know we were doing. I, I don't even think he knew we were doing it. Yeah, I think it's really... It's just a summer night. It opens up like a special emotional connection when you intentionally go off script. And you yeah. just say, you know what the kids probably wouldn't be expecting tonight or this afternoon or this morning is just something that shakes you out of the script of life, yeah. which can offer a bit too much of staleness or predictability it's good it's good in doses just like spon spontaneity is good in doses you don't want to be the nut job who's right. like oh where did he strap the kids yeah. down to where's he taking them now hey pack a bag we're going on a trip tell you where later but when you do it in little doses i think it 
keeps you young and just again opens these adorable. little emotional channels where you kind of connect with each other in a little good different way. Good for you guys. Good reminder. A little fun. Consider um, that your public service announcement for the day. Hey, and one more PSA before we go to my uh, dear friends over at Twin Cities Live. Congratulations <gasps> to them. It's a big day today. Yes, it is. Ben Lieber. Woo-hoo! has his first official episode as the co-host with Elizabeth Reese. It is Ben Lieber and Elizabeth Reese on Twin Cities Live. Great choice. Such a great choice. choice. I'm just so happy for him. Happy for the show. Everybody involved. Happy for Elizabeth to have just a wonderful co-host at her side. So congratulations. Twin Cities Live. That's on today at 3 o'clock on Channel 5. Cobra in from 12 to 3. Lo J in from 3 to 6. Donna and I are piecing out like trout. Bye now. Bye.